are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. How are you? I hope you are safe, warm, and in a great state of mind. I'm super excited about the topic today. Today is all about what will help bring you courage and power. And that is, of course, by asking amazing, powerful questions. But first, (laughs) really quick, the rain is still happening here in California. There are reports of flooding everywhere. And for me, I'm so grateful that it was not as bad where I live in particular. Um, Although I do live in a flood zone and I am mandated to carry flood insurance, particularly because I live near the water. So I was concerned for sure. We got sandbags and well, it wasn't so bad um, so far for us, but the rain has wreaked havoc for so many in California. Some people have lost their lives and so many homes have been lost and a lot of destruction has happened in California. So my prayers are definitely out for everyone. But you know, what I've also asked myself is, is there any good news in all of this? because it seems so scary. And after thinking about that question, I thought, well, I love the way my friend Maria talks about how her neighbors just worked really hard and pitched in to help each other out in the rain with fallen trees, flooded roads. They have pulled together through this as true loving neighbors do. And, you know, you see when when a situation like this happens, you see the, the beauty of people coming out. And that is, to me, a big rainbow in all of this. You know, I've seen the courage despite the danger. And so many people in California have shown patience despite everything that's happening. And so to see the love and support from our community is just really remarkable. It's uplifting. So again, I wish everyone safety and wellness during um, this season. So stay safe. And so while I'm grateful for the rain, I'm also grateful that it will subside next week (laughs) to give us a bit of respite. And for me personally, it means I can get out there and walk, starting the training for my Camino trip that I'm taking in September. And you have been on my mind because I'm finishing up my Project 66 cohort and I'm so grateful for them. I'm privileged to work with such amazing people that are moving to live their best lives. And you know, it got me thinking how powerful amazing questions are for me and for my clients. I was reminded about how I learned about life coaching to begin with. I was scanning for podcasts and learning more about them, and I was doing the research for my weight loss. I had started my journey and was doing great, really great. But emotionally, there was so much work to be done. Physically doing better, yes, I had been down a considerable amount of weight, but not quite hitting my goal. And, you know, I was looking at all these different podcasts and I came across Brenda Lamelli's podcast and her particular topic that week was around asking great questions. And I don't remember the exact name of the podcast, but it really got me thinking 
And you know, I had never heard about life coaching truly. I had heard about having a coach or a mentor, but really hadn't paid much attention. And this podcast got me thinking about what I was asking myself and also got me thinking about life coaching in general. So fast forward a few years and I've decided to broach this topic today. And the primary reason is because I've noticed that I am probably many of you lean towards asking negative questions and at times not really knowing the answers to many of the questions that come our way. And to me, negative questions create dead ends for us. There is no out with negative questions, but positive, valuable questions. Well, now you're on to something. And yet we have so much confusion over what we want, who we are, why we do the things we do. And to me, I think it's because we're wired to start with the negative to safeguard ourselves. We are so courageous that we automatically move to take care of ourselves. We don't want to dig deep. We don't want to get out of our comfort zones. We want to be safe, comfortable, doing the things we know and have done in the past. But here's the thing. I think that powerful questions can move us to action and open our lives up to the possibilities that we could never have imagined. You see, I think one of the keys to getting unstuck is to find out what we are thinking by asking deliberate and thoughtful questions. Questions that are not easy many times and require a lot of courage. It's like the maester Shannon L. Alder says, courage doesn't happen when you have all the answers. It happens when you're ready to face the questions you've been avoiding your whole life. So good, right? And what are those questions? You see, I think that when we're ready and we have made the decision to get unstuck, the very first step is to come into consciousness, to become aware. We move away from our lives of living by default. You know the feeling. It's the feeling of being on autopilot. Like when you're driving to work or school or the store, before you know it, you arrived and you don't really know how you got there. Well, moving to conscious living starts with first asking the questions and then moving towards creating your answers. So to me, the very first on the list of questions that I love to ask myself is what am I feeling? Then when I establish that emotion, I ask myself the next million dollar question and that is why? And asking these two questions will set in motion a series of thoughts. And I think getting those thoughts on paper really creates an opportunity for discovery of what we are thinking and what we are feeling. And this is so valuable, so important. And you know, the question of why is such a great question and we can pose it in so many ways. Why am I choosing to feel that? Why am I choosing to think that? Why am I choosing to believe that? Such amazing questions that give us so much power when we preface them by adding that we have a choice in this equation. You didn't think you had a choice, but you do. You really do. And here's the thing. With choices comes so much confusion. And I want to take a pause here. Because when we're confronted with the conundrum of not knowing of confusion, right? Many times, I know what happens for me is this thought of, I don't know what I want, or I don't know how. And when we tell ourselves that we don't know, this is really a dream stealer because it stops us dead in our tracks. 
For one, you don't get to innovate. It stops the possibility of anything great. We automatically put ourselves in a position of safety, of staying in the cave and never coming out, right? And it would be great if we could stay in the cave and never come out. But many of us, we don't because we can't. We think we can't. Many of us, what we do is we go out to work, we go to school, we go to the functions, we do the daily routines, we do all the things. But we stop ourselves from truly believing in doing the things we want to do. That's why these questions of confusion are so debilitating, because it doesn't really stop you from acting. You still act. You just act on autopilot against your own true desires. And that is what we don't want. What we want is to do the things that are really true to us and that we really aspire to do, not the things we do by default because we think we have to do them. Because we're afraid of the answer we may find. And that's why I think it takes so much courage to really ask the questions and answer the questions consciously. Because we default to think we don't know. But we know we're blocking it. Why are we blocking it? Because we don't have any considerations for the answer. Because somewhere along the lines, someone gave us the answer. Their answer. Not our answer. Their answer. And we didn't like it. Because somewhere along the lines, we tried to go outside and the outcome was not what we wanted. We didn't like that. So we are living and taking actions based on the default of what happened to us in the past and what other people say we have to do. You know, we go to work because that's what we did yesterday. We eat a certain way because that's what we think we like and that's how normal people eat, right? And I don't know about you, I don't want to live like that. But you know what? I do. And that's the interesting thing, because we automatically do this, because our brain is so efficient at keeping us safe, at keeping us against doing all those things outside of what we truly want to do, because it could potentially be harmful. Oh, no, you don't want to do that. Uh Uh-uh. No, wait, we don't know how to do that. Wait a minute. That's what our brain is saying. We've never done that before, right? Our brain is so good at doing that. And this is where we can pick a thought and say, we do know. And if I don't know, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out right now. So let's consider right now. And you know, it really provides a lot of freedom because it's kind of like a mental block that we do. Again, for the safety of it, we put these blocks on ourselves And there's another similarity here with us not wanting to fail. We don't want to fail because we're afraid of the outcome that would happen if we failed, not realizing that we are failing ahead of time. We are failing in advance by living in default, by not asking the questions because of not considering the possibilities. JFK said it beautifully when he said, some men see things as they are and ask why. I dream things that never were and ask, why not? And you know, when I heard Brenda, this coach, talk about questions on her podcast, on the why not, like JFK says, my mind started saying some crazy stuff like, wait, I can lose weight for good? What? I can ask great positive questions and create my own answers and it would come to fruition? It would happen? And you know, I want to share a quick story. 
when I first started to do this work, I thought, okay, Fina, let's go, right? And in one of my past jobs, I was an appeals officer and I would write position statements that are very similar to briefs. And well, back then we didn't have law clerks. So I was just taking on that role. I would argue the cases in front of an administrative law judge and they would render their decisions. And well, I thought I did a lot of research then, right? I, I'm really good at doing this legwork of, of looking for the answers and understanding some of the academic legalese. I got good at deciphering what they were saying. And so when the thought came up of, I can ask really good questions. And the second part of this, I can get some really good answers. Talk about mind explosion. It was like, oh my gosh, I know I can do this. Let's take a look. And, you know, we're extraordinary individuals, right? So when I ask the question, how can I lose the weight for good and have a good time doing it? Well, drop the mic. That's a great question. And my mind, my body went to work to answer it. Oh, trust me. I looked at so many different diets and programs and research. That's why I'm so comfortable with you coming to you with this information, because I want to give you some of that research and information that I did. And so you can have it. And from the very beginning, I give you the answer. I think the difference for me, when you work with a community or you work with someone one-on-one, it really does give you a leg up. It really does give you a lift. And I feel very strongly about that. And that's where I went from good to great, where I went from losing the weight and then going, now what? And finding life coaching. And, you know, I kept asking myself these high value questions. And so my mind went to work to answer these questions. And my mind went and said, hey, wait a minute, you mean I can be relaxed, right? So the question then became, how can I be relaxed and decrease my anxiety and still get the results that I want? And, you know, I thought I can get to these answers right? But you see, when we implement those answers, which is a totally separate concept, when we implement these answers, our lives change. And what creates that energy is what I will talk about in our next podcast. But the great part for this for right now is that first step is asking what are those questions that are in our minds. When I went to work asking the question, I kind of didn't want to ask the questions because one, I didn't know how, and two, I was a little bit afraid. You know, we think sometimes that we will have success and our mind and body starts to work towards the success. Our mind and body does not work toward the success. Let me tell you, our mind and body fights us because it's very scary in our mind. What's going to happen when I arrive? I mean, I like what would happen. You know, an example, some people may think to themselves, you will reach the top CEO, etc. And many people have heard it said that it's very lonely at the top and people don't want to be lonely. Mm-mm. People don't want to be lonely, right? I'm very comfortable right now. I want a relationship would be another one. I want a relationship, but I don't know. I have to give up my time. And what if that person puts a lot of stress on me? What if they abuse me? What if they leave me and I'm totally in love and they leave me because we don't go from A to B in our minds. You see, we go from A to Z to the end point and we paint the end point, not in a very pretty light. That's why it's so scary to go in the closet and take a look and start asking our true questions to get to our truth. It's not easy, but I can tell you for me, 
It is the bravest, the most courageous thing to do to start that ball rolling. Start asking yourself what's in there. I am already asking questions. What if I ask some different questions, some questions that are thought through and valuable? You know, when I work with my clients, I work in this way. We ask ourselves some deep questions and I work with my clients to help them unravel the questions and take a look at the answers. I work with you to help you unravel it. We take it apart. And it's such a beautiful thing when you think about it, because what's happening is that you are resolving your issues and you think sometimes that you can resolve them on your own. And sometimes you can't and sometimes you can't. At times we can't because we can't see it. We can't see the forest for the trees. So I really want you to consider this podcast when you listen to it, really consider it with the mental attitude of I'm going to ask questions anyway. Why don't I ask some good ones, (laughs) right? Some good ones. So my mind can get to work answering these great questions. The other thing I want to say about this before going further is that a lot of it is about positivity. And, you know, I heard the word out there of toxic positivity and I've seen it. I've seen it in play. And so what happens is that you will hear me on the podcast and I'm like super excited. (laughs) I'm excited because I get in that mindset of what value I can bring to you. So I am in the zone mindset, right? And I want to get myself in that mindset just like I do now. I do my work, my system, myself, on me. But what happens in our moments of life, we have everything come at us during the day. And then we go into default mode. We do something we didn't want to do. And I, and then we ask ourselves, why did I do that again? Right? And I do this all the time. Why can't I get it right? You see, I'm no different. We go there. I go there. And this is the great thing of meditation. And I know that's a side note, but it's really important is that it helps us to get us used to stopping ourselves. And then I can stop myself and rephrase my question to reframe. So I stop and say, oh, okay, Fee, you're okay. How can I go at this where it works for me or works for so-and-so? We can tell ourselves we're okay because we are. We're pretty darn good, in fact. So we get the snapshots of people throughout our lives as little pieces of what they show us. When you go on social media, you see a little snippet of what they want to show us. When you get together with friends, again, it's snippets of someone's glory or doom, but usually glory, right? You see the fantastic walks they went on. Are they having a fantastic walk all day long? No, they're going on a daily walk or a few days out of the week, but you get that snippet. Or you see them on vacation having the glorious time with the friends laughing and all that. And you think, oh, that's their great life. You're not upset. You just think that's their great life. That's the way they live. But they're not on vacation every single day. They're not. They're on vacation for the weeks of vacation they have. And even if they're retired, they're still not on vacation every single day. That's why, like for me, I'm so excited about our Camino trip because it's not an everyday occurrence. So for some of us, it may seem on the surface that we're always happy, always doing the great thing, living in that toxic positivity but it's not true. You see, we can do the introspective work on ourselves, feel the emotions, good and negative ones too. And we can then choose to ask the key questions that we can work to figure out. And doing that work brings me to you to hopefully bring you value. And that gets me very excited, helps me stay positive, but it's not automatic. I have to work it. We have to work it. 
Our lives have multiple activities and situations and experiences. When we are asking these questions, we're asking them to resolve certain aspects because we're not singular individuals. And so I really want us to take a look at that. Look at how we can catch ourselves and then pivot. And you know, the other thing I want to say is that I love to create a space where I can do this work for myself. And it's kind of like creating that space and time to go out and exercise. You go on walks, you do that inner work, right? So when we're working with someone else, either through therapy or coaching, we carve out that space to work. I do that to carve out time to work with someone. And here's the thing. I also carve out space for my time to do the work for myself on myself. And you know, there's so much value, but we don't do it. We say we don't have time. I don't have the time. And doing that is what will create so much more time for us, valuable time for us by doing this kind of work and doing it in a way that is filling our cup. And I give you a snippet of this in my goals episode on creating your intentions and work of art for 2023. If you haven't listened to it, I recommend you take a look. It is relevant at any point on your journey. But part of the thing about that is to create that space for you. So I highly recommend that you do the work. You know, it's one thing to listen to the podcast and that's great, but it's something else to put the work into practice. And of course, a whole nother to actually work with a coach with me. Your life will change. And so I really recommend that you create a space that's inviting to you. If you're going to have your joy eat, have it on this date or create a beautiful, healthy treat for yourself or a nice afternoon or morning cup of tea. I clean up my space, have some enjoyable soft music in the background, etc. And I get to work creating a safe and enjoyable space for me. And I just dive in to see what my brain has for me. And it's so much better, not as scary when you do the work. So create that moment of elegance and space for you. And then you can get ready to truly dive into the powerful, valuable questions that require our strength. I gave you a couple, but I want to give you some more. The second very powerful question is whether it is true. You create a statement, you ask a question, and then you make an assessment of fact. But is it a fact? Is it true? Is that a true question? And is the answer true too? And you know, because we feel the energy, the negative energy and negative charge, you know the feeling, which brings me to the next valuable question, which is how are you feeling? Right? And I talked about that. And why? I love to ask myself, what's happening, love? Why are you feeling that? right? How about you? How could you refer to yourself? And, you know, I want to give you a few more questions. How can I show up as my true and authentic self today? Despite, and then you fill in the blank. How can I bring more value to the work I put out into the world? You know, I'll take another pause here because to me, this is such a great question. As someone who has had a large staff, I really got to see the value that people put out in the workplace. And so many times the one that had questions, ideas and got to work, well, those folks just shine so bright. Trust me, the value that you put out there, it's seen and it is appreciated. So don't think for a minute that it goes unseen. You are a very worthy person. So more questions. What in my life brings me joy and brings me peace? And you know, the other piece of this particular question is, would I do these things again? We never ask ourselves whether we would buy that car again, whether we would go on that trip again, whether we would marry that same person all over again. And for me, that last question is a resounding yes. I love my husband deeply. 
He's kind and strong at the same time. And so, you know, we get the opportunity to ask ourselves, would we do the things we did again? Big things and little things. Would I buy that house I live in again? Yes, because it's house so many, so many that I just love that. My big house has been of service like me. It fits me just fine. What about other things for you that you have owned, that you have lived, that people that you are with? And on it goes. What else would you choose or not choose? And these are so many amazing questions. I think about my dad and it brings me to the question of what do I care about? Who do I care about and why? How can I see and use my failures as stepping stones for a great life? Here's another one. What is normal, healthy eating to me? Who am I becoming? And you know, I love this idea of asking what your future self would answer, would know. I know that sounds deep, but really it makes sense. And it's simple when you think about it. I was listening to Tamara speak uh, in reference to Martin Luther King, and she had a great question, which is, how can I contribute courageously? Yeah, such an amazing question. What can I do to feel love? Because you know what? Love is always the best option because you are the one that gets to feel it. You can't feel other people's love. That is their emotion to feel. You get to feel yours. Another question, how can I feel emotions instead of reacting and eating off plan because of them? So many great questions, so little time. So let me do a quick recap. We start with some basic questions. What am I choosing to feel, think, or believe? And the key supporting question, why? This moves us out of autopilot and helps us to get unstuck. We come to realize that we ask questions all the time. And from here, we make the decisions to ask positive, high quality questions. And this exercise requires strength and courage so we can take care of ourselves to do the thing. We create a safe and loving setting for us and we get to work. And you know, some of my trusty questions that I love is how can I live my best life? And how can I help you live it too? <laughs> so good. So today I'm going to leave you with the words of the Maester David White. The marvelous thing about a good question is that it shapes our identity as much by the asking as it does by the answering. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.